0: Dave Fanning on 2FM.
1: Now let's see, Deirdre, how you doing? Are you all right?
0: I'm very well How are you Dave?
1: I'm very good indeed Uh, Well into the jolly season that is Christmas is where we are Many turning to kind of I don't know I suppose rewatch movies to mark the occasion Others revisiting the Christmas themed episodes and specials from their favourite sitcoms and TV shows Well Deirdre's going to see you right basically Deirdre Malumbi There she is Let's start with some of the new Christmas specials available on streaming this year The new ones What are they?
0: Yes so I'm going to start here with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special A lot of people have been waiting for this special It is based on the Marvel Cinematic Universe characters. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy have already had their own two movies. They've been in some of the Avengers movie. They were in the most recent uh, Thor movie. And this special is now streaming on uh, Disney+. Plus. So I think a lot of people will kind of hear about this special and be like, oh, this is just one, you know, for the fans. Am I really going to get anything out of it? And I mean, it is those characters that we're revisiting, uh, played by such big names as Chris Pratt, uh, Dave Batista, Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper. But I think that what gives this special an interesting angle and what a lot of people are going to get a kick out of is the fact that it has a very special guest star in Kevin Bacon an actor who is so well known so beloved and the whole storyline of this special is that the characters of Mantis and Drax basically steal Kevin Bacon and bring him to outer space in the hope of giving Peter Quill back his Christmas spirit and it's just so absolutely bonkers that I think that you would get a kick out of this even if you don't necessarily follow like all the Marvel lore and at what all-
1: are we talking here are we talking streaming on Disney is it?
0: Yes, yeah, so this is available on Disney Plus Where there's a whole host of actually uh, New Christmas specials available I think I saw something about the Backstreet Boys As well as going to Disney Plus So that's another one if you have that streaming service available Ah
1: lads, here I'll give you a bit of Guardians of the Galaxy Over the years Quill has talked about one person More than any other A legendary hero who has saved countless lives We could give him the quill as a present Yeah, can I help you? <sighs> yes We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. your voice is small and mousy. I think maybe he didn't hear you. He heard. He's Kevin Bacon. He's probably got great ears. I'm sorry, guys. I can't help you. Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. Is there a Santa Claus's holiday special? Or what is it?
0: Yeah, so the whole idea of the Santa Clauses is is that it's a six-episode special, so there are a few to binge on if you're looking for something that bit longer. Now, a lot of people probably remember Tim Allen, who played Scott Calvin, A.K.A. Santa Claus, in the 1994 movie *The Santa Claus*. Um, It's a classic that's rewatched every Christmas in my house, and I'm sure in lots of other households. And it also had two sequels in the 2000s. But this particular series basically follows on from that story. So Scott Calvin, A.K.A. Santa, he's now married. He has two kids. And he's been in Santa's boots for such a long time that now he's wondering if it's time to retire. So that means he has to find not only a replacement Santa Claus, but he also has to adjust, help his family adjust to normal life. They've lived in the North Pole all of their lives, and now they're going to be living in, you know, modern day America. So how are they going to adjust to all of this? Um, What's fun about this series is if you've been watching the Santa Claus and its two sequels, there are a lot of the original stars that come back. I don't want to give away too much because I think the fans will get such a kick out of some of the cameos in this but all six episodes of the Santa Clauses are available to stream now. Like I said, if you love the Santa Claus you absolutely have to have to watch this series. And
1: hold on, what about, and that's also Disney Plus, what about Killing Santa and the Murderville murder mystery?
0: Yes, so this is one that's streaming on Netflix actually, as some people might have already watched um, the few episodes that are available of Murderville already so Will Arnett is in the series he plays Sergeant Detective Terry Seattle who is in the Homicide Division and he is given a new murder case with each episode and he's given a celebrity guest star as his partner, so the whole idea is a celebrity comes on the show, they don't have a script, they have no idea what's going to happen and they have to improvise their way through the case, kind of look at all of the clues and ultimately decide who the killer is. So in the past, the show has had guests like Conan O'Brien, Sharon Stone and Kamal Nanjani. And in this um, Christmas special in which Santa Claus is murdered, you have Maya Rudolph who takes on the case alongside uh, Jason Bateman, who people will well remember Will Arnett worked with in Arrested Development. So I thought that the, I actually watched this special last night and I found it so, so funny. The whole idea is that the actors are improving through the whole episode. They're kind of laughing and the edit kind of keeps in the giggles, the mistakes. The court thing that the actors do, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's quite silly, but it's it's a big laugh. And I suppose there's the whole Who Done It angle to the show as well, because as a viewer, you're kind of watching, you're looking at all the clues, and you're trying to guess who the murderer is, as well as the guests.
1: Okay, so a Murderville murder mystery. It's streaming now on Netflix called Who Killed Santa? Well, if it isn't the ghost of Christmas ass, that's not complimentary. Don't be distracted by all this Christmas crap. You're here for threat assessment. Mayor Palmer, don't you worry about it. Terry Seattle is on the case! Well then, what about some of the classics, festive-themed specials? Can I call them that?
0: Yes, I think that you can. And when it comes to Christmas TV specials, I absolutely have to put How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Now, I'm not talking about the Jim Carrey version here or that Benedict Cumberbatch animated one from just a few years ago. I am talking about the OP here, the 1966 animated feature, which is so loyal to the original book by Dr. Seuss. You have Boris Karloff here, who's best known for playing Frankenstein, who voices uh, the Grinch. I think that this is such a beautiful, beautiful, Take on the uh, the classic that is the Grinch. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's only twenty five minutes long as well, so you've absolutely no excuse to not watch it. And you can't call yourself a true fan unless you've seen uh, this special. And another fun fact about this is that everybody knows the Grinch for having this iconic green color. In the original book by Dr. Seuss, he's actually black and white with splashes of pink. It is this special from nineteen sixty six that gave him his iconic green color that all the subsequent Grinch, Grinches have had since. So this is an absolute must see. And I think that um, it's available on Daily Motion, possibly still on YouTube. I know it was there a few years ago, but um, I'd imagine it'll be showing on TV as well because it is an iconic classic.
1: Santa Claus, why? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? But you know, that old Grinch was so smart and so slick. He thought up a lie, and he thought it up quick. My, <sighs> my sweet little tot, the fake Sandy Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that, that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, then I'll bring it back here. Okay, you say that maybe the best Christmas TV special of all time, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Is there really one that I missed a few years ago called the Great New Year's Bake Off 2019 20 Dairy Girl Special?
0: Yeah, so people probably I'm sure everyone's kind of well versed with the Great British Bake Off, whether you watch the series um, as a casual viewer or not. But every year they have these uh, Christmas specials and then they also have New Year's e- uh, kind of New Year's Eve, New Year's Day specials. And one of my favorite specials ever is the one that features the Dairy Girls. So it's one to watch whether you're a fan of Great British Bake Off or not. But particularly if you're a fan of, uh, if you're a fan of Dairy Girls, you've got Sierra Monica Jackson, Nicola Coughlin, Jamie Lee O'Donnell, Dylan Lewin and Siobhan McSweeney all take part in the competition. They just imbue in such nonsense and such mayhem. Sandy Togsvig actually said, you are five of the most troublesome people that we've ever had in the tent. So I think that that gives you an idea of just all of the fun and silliness that these guys have. They're cracking jokes all through the episode. The camaraderie is undeniable. So you can watch the special on 4OD now. And then, of course, um, you know, this Christmas Eve, you'll have uh, this year's Great British Bake Off as well, which looks like it's got a great lineup too between the big breakfast, Gabby Roslin, Black Adders, Sir Robinson Steph's packed lunch presenter Mikita Oliver and more um, so I absolutely love this one and I always rewatch it because like I said I love the Dairy Girl so anything that involves those actors together yeah. again sold
1: well then since we're talking TV Christmas specials and episodes I presume you're going to mention at some stage Father Ted
0: Oh I have to talk about this A Christmassy Ted Uh, Father Ted is one of the great sitcoms Of all time and I mean A Christmassy Ted is such a fantastic episode Not only was it a huge smash In terms of ratings uh, Back when it aired in 1996 If you can believe that it's that old On Channel 4 But the episode is so popular That it still gets showed pretty much Every year on Channel 4 or T2 And more for I think that everyone can remember When Ted and Dougal got lost In the department store laundry section and they find all the other priests. They're all trying to make their way out of it. And then you've got Mrs Doyle. Kind of two storylines going on with her, her character in terms of she's struggling to hang up the decorations and people will also remember her very dramatic reaction when she got a tea machine as a Christmas present. Uh, suffice to say she was not impressed at all at this machine possibly re- replacing her fantastic tea making abilities. And there are also some clever references in the episode to On the Waterfront and mission impossible it's only an hour long and it's one that i absolutely love watching year after year after year and i don't think i'm the only one who loves rewatching this
1: indeed and uh, the greatest of them all has to be when i thought oh no they've just going to blow up they had six brilliant programs of the office and other six brilliant programs of the office they're doing a what a special and oh, no it's not going to work brilliant turned out to be just as good as the series i presume you have the office on your list Oh, I absolutely have to have the
0: Office Christmas special here. Now, I'm referring here, of course, to the UK version because really few romantic storylines have had the will-they-won't-they tension of Tim and Dawn, who are played so, so wonderfully by Martin Freeman and Lucy Davis. And it comes to such a beautiful conclusion...
1: From the Line. taxi stops. It's oh, brilliant.
0: Oh, it's amazing. I know. I'm j- I'm getting teary just remembering it. <laughs> and even like David Brent, who is such really a jerk and such an awful, awful character. Even he gets a happy ending. He does, like, yeah. And he
1: tells like, Finchie yeah. to get lost. Well, yeah. he, he uses no. harder language than that. But yeah, it's brilliant.
0: It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to just ignore like life on the road or anything else that follows David Brent after this because it's such a perfect um, ending. And I'm so glad that they left the story at that, that they never returned yeah. to characters like Tim and Dawn because they actually would have ruined this. This is the perfect Christmas special. It's got fun, it's got heart, it's got humour, it's a tearjerker and it turns 21 this year if you can believe. Still revisited year after year.
1: Okay well gotta give you a bit of that the office. They filmed hours of material and most of it is a good bloke doing a good job of work and the one time I accidentally headbutt an interviewee makes it to the programme, you're going to look a prat. You're going to... You headbutt a girl on telly and you're labelled a prat. And that's the game. And the BBC must have taken away about eight hours' footage a day and they got it back and most of it was like, you know, oh, look, he's a good guy. He's getting on. He's their friend as well as their boss. Uh, um, He's a motivator, an entertainer. Lots of good stuff. Oh, he's made one mistake, like any human would. Should we just cut that out? No, what? Put that bit in. Cut the other stuff out. David Brent it is, of course, Ricky Gervais. Now, let me see. There was a Downton Abbey Christmas special, wasn't there?
0: Yeah, there were a few Christmas specials, actually. I think that uh, Downton Abbey have but I think that the most famous one was definitely the one that was also uh, the season two finale. It actually consisted of two double length episodes so a lot of people go back and revisit this particularly because it's pretty much the equivalent of a feature film. And um, Because we were talking about uh, the Office Christmas special uh, previously I was kind of in a romantic mood so I was thinking about the big romantic <laughs> uh, TV specials and people who watched Christmas at Downton Abbey will definitely remember the proposal that concludes that episode and how beautiful and romantic it is and then Downton Abbey the whole um, episode it's kind of set in the years uh, 1919 as it's turning into 1920 and Downton Abbey is just so so beautifully decorated you've got this crisp snowy backdrop as well and then you've got kind of all the normal you know dramatic storylines between the reintroduction of Anthony Strallen into Edith's life you've got the trial of Mr Bates uh, Thomas continuing to try to gain a uh, favour in the household is all this drama between Mary Matthew and Richard Carlisle so there's plenty of the regular kind of Downton Abbey drama um, and sometimes very almost like silly kind of you know matters that sometimes happen in Downton Abbey but like I said that proposal at the end of this episode absolutely makes it as iconic as it is.
1: You must say it properly I won't answer unless you kneel down and everything. Lady Mary Crawley, will you do me the honor of becoming my wife? Yes. very clever of him to hire an orchestra to do all that as well uh, where was it okay The Simpsons you have as well with Simpsons roasting on an open fire and obviously there's loads more there's a peep show one too called Seasonal Beatings which I remember there's a great great series and Community and Glee etc but just tell me the last one Friends what's that one yeah I
0: have I had to include a Friends uh, Christmas episode here. Um, and I know that a lot of people will say, well, the Friends Christmas episodes, they're not as iconic as their Thanksgiving ones, but this one is just such great crack. People will remember the one with the holiday armadillo in which poor Ross is forced to dress up as an armadillo when there are no Santa Claus outfits uh, left to rent. And then he has to explain to his son, um, Ben, the meaning of um, Hanukkah as we- and why it's you know important as well as Christmas. And it's interesting because this, this and the OC Christmas special, the best Christmas Christmaca ever are the great Christmas Hanukkah uh, hybrid episodes and I think that's been particularly important for um, American audiences but this this episode is just so absurd, so funny. Um, Friends is still like streaming on Netflix now I believe so you can kind of go back and rewatch all of the Friends ones but I absolutely love this and when Joey storms in dressed up as Superman at the end of the episode oh it's just brilliant so, so.
1: <laughs> what a lovely happy ending to it all so popcorn culture and entertainment expert, Deirdre Malumby. Thanks a million for talking to us today. Happy Christmas, Deirdre. I'll give you a little bit of this, friends. Good luck. Take it easy.
0: I'm the holiday armadillo.
1: (laughs) I'm a friend of Santa's and he sent me here to wish you a Merry Christmas. (laughs) What happened to Santa, holiday armadillo? (laughs) Santa was unavailable so close to Christmas. Oh, come in, have a seat. You must be exhausted coming all the way from Texas. (laughs) Dave
0: Fanning on 2FM.